all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Outspoken Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are going to be discussing the quickest way to lose weight. Now, before we get started, I just have to give a bit of a disclaimer. None of the information here is replacing any kind of medical advice. I am not prescribing any types of diet. If you are finding yourself having medical issues, you need to see a doctor. And always, if you're going to alter your diet, talk to your doctor before making any changes. So now that we got that out of the way, let's have a discussion about the quickest way to lose weight. This is something that everybody Googles. It is something that is one of the top Googled health and wellness about weight is the quickest way to lose weight. Now let's lay a bit of groundwork here. The quickest way to lose weight and the most sustainable way to keep weight off are not the same. And I think this is where a lot of people get confused. They think, listen, if I can lose 30 pounds really quick, great. I can keep it off and I can go about my life and it'll be three months. That's not true. And for, let's say, I don't ever want to give in absolutes. So maybe for a couple people it is work. But for 99% of us, if you lose weight quickly, you're not going to keep it off. And let's just talk about the basics here. When you lose weight quickly, you're not losing fat. You're losing water. So the moment you start eating normal, your body's gonna start holding on to the normal amount of water that your body has held on to, thus gaining that weight back quickly. Now, one of the things, and it's been one of the secrets of a lot of diet industries, a lot of dietary books, is we can lose water really quickly by reducing carbs. This is one of the reasons why when you start a low-carb diet, your stomach area slims down quickly. It's not because you're losing all that belly fat fast. It is because you are reducing the water your body is holding. And you're reducing the water your body's holding simply because carbs hold water. Think of oatmeal. If you were to take oatmeal out of the package and put it in water, what's it going to do? It's going to soak up all that water and expand. Pasta is another perfect example. Rice, we can go on and on down the line through all the carbs. They're going to hold water. Now, if you dropped an apple in a cup of water, what's it going to do? jack shit. It's going to still be an apple. You can still pick up the apple. You could still eat it. And it's not going to be like this super high volume apple because an apple's not going to retain water necessarily, but your carbs will. So when you start cutting carbs, this is why we see the weight gain. Your body is simply not holding the water. You have not miraculously lost 10 to 15 pounds of fat within a week or two weeks, essentially. So what do we do? Now, these types of diets, I do think have a purpose. And we're going to talk about what those purposes are. Well, the first one is they help motivate us. Listen, when we drop weight really quick, we feel good. We're more likely to stay on plan, essentially, right? Of course we are. We feel good about ourselves. Our genes are fitting better. We are naturally more like, yeah, this diet is working. But what happens 
on week three. We're tired. We are craving that pasta. We just want a cup, but we can't have it because the moment you eat that cupcake, you're probably going to retain a pound or two of water. So what do we do? Well, we can utilize this in a few ways. We can start naturally reducing our carb intakes. Unless we are an athlete, most of us are eating more carbs than we need to be eating. We can simply cut the processed foods down or out. We can make small changes, but make sure you're making a a change that is sustainable. If you love cupcakes and you want to have a cupcake once a week, you saying, I'm not going to eat cupcakes for three months is not going to be sustainable because once you get to that goal, you're going to want to go back to your cupcake once a week. So why create something that we know isn't going to be sustainable? So let's just have that cupcake every week and it becomes something we look forward to without making us crave it. Now, if you're eating cupcakes every day, listen, that's not good health and wellness advice. So if you're trying to improve your health and you think you can eat a cupcake every day, listen, we got to be a little realistic on our goals. But that's what we really want to look at is when we create a sustainable diet is creating a way of eating, a way of working out, a way of living our lives that we can go on. Now, I hate when diets always say it's a lifestyle change. I get it. We are having to change our lifestyle, but I so often feel like it is just a passive aggressive way of saying things are bad. It's like, well, it's a lifestyle change. Like it just sounds passive aggressive to me. So I hate saying it's a lifestyle change, but really it is. You have to change the way you live your life, but you also still need to live your life. I know a lot of people talk about the 90-10 rule. You know, 90% of the time it's good, 10% it's bad. I think that's a little too extreme for most people. I think 80-20 is more of a realistic way to be. Or maybe it's 75-25. Listen, you have to do what works for you. And, you know, as time goes on and you become healthier, you're going to naturally make a little bit better choices. But that takes time. It We have to build up to that to get there. We can't go from eating like an asshole to eating like granola crunchy Karen in one day. It is going to take time. And you know what? Quite frankly, for me, eating like an asshole and eating like granola crunchy Karen still aren't healthy ways of eating. There is that balance that's somewhere in the middle, but it looks different for everybody. But if you are at the time of your life, maybe you are going through a marriage or a class reunion and you want to get sexy quick. And I shouldn't even say sexy because that's not true. If you want to drop weight quick, low-carb diet is the way to go hands down. You will drop it quick, but let me tell you, the day after your wedding, the day after your class reunion, you expect to be significantly up in the following days because it's not a sustainable. But if you're just wanting to get into a dress, if you're just wanting to look sexy when you meet your ex, whatever it is, that is the quickest way. So the quickest way to lose weight would be a low-carb diet. The most sustainable way to lose weight is to eat whole foods. One of the best diets I really like, and I've had her multiple times on the the podcast, is Lynn Janae, The Metabolism Plan. If you're looking to drop weight in a sustainable way and understanding your body's overall natural way of eating, she is the best at it. 
If you're looking for just kind of a healthy overall way of eating that you can kind of take through the rest of your life, the Mediterranean diet is really that. It focuses on everything we have all been telling everybody for years. Good proteins, lots of vegetables, healthy oils, you know, the thing that you read in every health and wellness magazine or book. This is really the way we probably, for the most part, should be eating for most of us. Of course, different areas of the world, it's going to look a little bit different, but that's really, if we were to transform the standard American diet into a healthy diet, in my opinion, it would really look like the Mediterranean diet. It is a fairly rounded, wholesome way of eating without being really too restrictive. It allows still some treats. And listen, whenever you're dieting, you know, I have worked with so many individuals. The biggest problem we have is food restriction. We have to stop the food restriction. We have to stop the good list, the bad list, and just understand if I eat X, I feel like Y. And that's where we have to understand, are we willing to feel like Y after we eat X? Maybe the answer is yes. Maybe you're okay with it. But a lot of times if we give ourselves that realization, I've seen so many people say, yeah, I'm not really gonna eat that because I know I'm gonna feel like garbage afterwards. You know, I've been finding lately certain types of ice cream do not make me feel good. And I'm still trying to figure out what it is and what it's not and who kind of, so my daughter the other day wanted to go for shakes after her game. I wasn't going to have one, but then the last minute I was like, no, I'm going to have a shake. Let me tell you, I will never eat that ice cream from that place again because I had the worst stomach cramps ever. You know, I've made the decision. I'm not saying I'm never eating ice cream again. I'll eat ice cream again. I'm just never going to drink it. Yeah, have that shake from that place again or their ice cream because let's face it, it's probably going to do the same thing. And I was in a lot of discomfort for several hours and it was totally not worth that strawberry shake. So that's where we really need to look at. We need a diet that's sustainable. We need to understand our goals. So the quickest way to lose weight is not the most sustainable way to keep weight off. So understanding why you are trying to lose weight, your overall goals, and your overall future goals. Because if your goal doesn't require, doesn't have you putting a little bit of pounds back on, then stay away from it. But if, like I said, you're trying to get into a wedding dress, you don't mind if you gain the extra five or 10 pounds back, then fine, go for the low-carb diet. But the low-carb diet is not necessarily our most sustainable way of holding it. And, you know, even when we talk about low-carb diets, and I'm not a total low-carb diet hater, it's just, let's be honest and put them where they really need to be. But even those, the people that created the low-carb diets, whether it's South Beach or Atkins or any of the newest ones that have come out, a lot of times they add the carbs back in, but they add them in slowly. And one of the reasons why they do this is it allows your body to adapt. Listen, Dr. Atkins did not think that you could live on his low-carb diet lifestyle forever. Phase four, he started adding it back in in moderation to where you still sustained your weight. And that is the 
key to the low carb diet is understanding at what point you can eat the carbs or you're going to start gaining the weight back. And if we move more, we can have a little bit more carbs. But if we move less, we're going to want to back that off. And a lot of people miss that level of those diets. So we really want to, if you do a low carb diet and you really want to be this sustainable, you have to take it to the end because you have to find out what carbs look like for you, adding them back in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, don't forget to eat your effing veggies. I'll talk to you all next week.